I'm Jerome Hudson, Breitbart News Entertainment Editor, author of the book, 50 Things They Don't Want You to Know About Trump. This is the Breitbart News Daily Podcast. The Swamp Queen, Nancy Pelosi, has stepped down as House Speaker, but she will keep the family grift going by remaining in Congress. Meanwhile, the presumptuous incoming Democrat leader is a flaming hot election denier. House Republicans announced an investigation into the Biden family business, alleging human trafficking, tax evasion, money laundering, and a lot more. And to no one's surprise, CNN already is flirting with their favorite 2024 Democrat, Michigan Governor Big Gretchen Whitmer. I dive into all of that and more. day, we have to actually hop into the DeLorean, I do believe. Uh, the aforementioned Emma Jo Morris, uh, and, and more specifically, Breitbart Senior Contributor and Government Accountability Institute, Peter uh, Schweitzer, has done the most impressive and the most comprehensive and the, dig- the deepest digging into the graft and corruption of the Biden family. And Peter Schweitzer actually calls them the Biden Five. In 2018, 2020, uh, Peter Schweitzer published Secret Empires and the book Profiles in Corruption. Each book hit number one on the New York Times bestseller list and exposed how Hunter Biden and Joe Biden flew aboard Air Force One excuse me, Air Force Two, in 2013 when Joe Biden was vice president to China before Hunter's firm, uh, a, a, a $1.5 billion deal with a subsidiary of the Chinese government's Bank of China less than two weeks after the trip. So Hunter and Joe hop on Air Force Two. They uh, have some meetings uh, and two weeks later, $1.5 billion deal was struck essentially between uh, the, the Biden family and the Chinese government. Chinese government wholly owns the Bank of China. Schweitzer's work uh, also uncovered the Biden family's other vast and foreign deals and cronyism. Breitbart political editor Emma Jo Morris Revealed and reported at the New York Post on the Hunter Biden laptop from hell also captured international headlines when she, along with Miranda Devine, a New York Post reporter, revealed that Joe Biden was intimately, Joe Biden was intimately involved in Hunter's businesses, appearing to even have stake in the company with officials at the highest levels of the Chinese government members of the newly controlled Republican House on Thursday. However, all that said, announced an investigation into the Biden family business and whether President Joe Biden is compromised by his family's business. Probably, in my estimation, the biggest news story of the day. Um, We asked for probes, and we are getting probes into the Biden family. 
So the, the, that, that first statement that I read you, you will probably see coming from, I don't know, maybe hundreds of articles. It's boilerplate copy, giving you a little bit of the history uh, and sort of just making it clear that Breitbart News, uh, especially Peter Schweitzer and then Emma Jo Morris coming over, we've been at the, be at the, the, the beating heart of exposing the Biden family corruption. No one has done it better. And I do believe that it has made the country better. I think it has shifted public opinion uh, on, on on Joe Biden. Sadly, though, I think people think of Joe Biden and the f first words that come to mind are not graft and corruption. And this guy shouldn't be anywhere near the levers of power, not to mention the Oval Office. Uh, but I think the first words maybe that come to mind are sick, sad. Senality, doofus. But uh, corruption and corrupt certainly are up there, and it's because of the work that Breitbart's own uh, have done, I do believe. Hopefully, uh, that's the case. So, Window Hasiba of Breitbart News has reported that the members of Congress, the Republicans now with control of, of Congress, uh, have opened and announced an investigation into the Biden family businesses. Um, there is a list of, of things in a newly released report from the Republicans, uh, conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violations of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. Ooh, FCC loves that one. Uh, violations of the Victims of Trafficking and Violence Protection Act of 2000, tax evasion, money laundering, conspiracy to commit money laundering. The human trafficking one really sort of jumps out at you. Um, we uh, have some audio, I do believe, producer Zach with an H, of the Republicans announcing their probe into the Biden family. Uh, or do we not have that? I don't think we do. Uh, that's a shame. I do believe it was Congressman Comer who had a press conference yesterday. It was about a minute and a half long clip that somehow slipped through the cracks. Uh, that's unfortunate. So the investigation is here. It's happening. And I do think that it will become a part of the 2024 discussion. Um... I think if your bar for the Biden family is, you know, I don't know, replace Donald Trump as the left attempts to put it and you Joe Biden in an orange jumpsuit. I think that I think that's a expectation is a little too high, uh, although I, I guess charges against Hunter Biden in, as it relates to him lying on a federal document when he was trying to procure a firearm. I guess those are still looming. Although I, I, I believe that the charges into Hunter Biden uh, will probably coincide with an indictment against Donald Trump. That's always that's always been sort of the most believed theory. If they go after Hunter, then to balance it out, they'll they'll prosecute Donald Trump. I don't I, I don't know. I'll see it when I believe it. But I mean, it is worth noting that you know, the Justice Department is still looking into uh, Donald Trump. 
Um, this one. Okay, we have that clip. Roll that clip. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, Violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. Yeah, that was Tennessee Congressman James Comer, as promised. So, so producer Zach with an H, uh, his computer froze. I just think the irony is that that computer was probably made in China, just like uh, so much of the fortune from the Biden family. So this is going to be interesting. Hopefully the media... That certainly has purported itself or comported itself as to being very interested in reporting and investigating corruption at the highest levels of government. Hopefully they bring all that zeal, you know, to the uh, to the the accusations levied here uh, against the Biden family. We'll we'll see. We won't hold our breath, but uh, we certainly will see. Um uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Ding Dong, the witch, is still in the house, but she, uh, as as well as two other uh, members, uh, Stanny Hoyer, will be stepping down from their leadership roles. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is probably going to go down as someone who amassed the most amount of money from her position and her proximity to power and trading on insider information. I feel like it's every three months we see a headline about how Paul Pelosi just got so lucky playing the market to the tune of millions of dollars in profit to the Pelosi family. Show me a man, open parentheses, or a woman, close parentheses, that gets rich by being a politician and I'll show you a crook. Harry put some respect on the S. Truman said that, apparently. Um, it, it's amazing that Nancy Pelosi will step down from leadership, but also remain in the House. I mean, the, the aforementioned Peter Schweitzer, and I remember being at the Government Accountability Institute where Peter Schweitzer is president, and we're investigating, you know, insider trading. Uh, I believe that investigation came in Peter's book, Throw Them All Out. It led to the stock act, but, you know, Barack Obama successfully got Democrats and a few dumb Republicans to rip the teeth out of the stock act. And what do you know? Members of Congress are still making a lot of money, by, but, but just getting so lucky playing the market. Uh, but nevertheless, 
you know, we're, we're doing all these investigations and it, it, it was just amazing how, you know, CBS and 60 Minutes and CNN and Fox News would take our reporting, New York Times, Washington Post, and they'd advance on it a little bit, but then they'd use their multi-billion dollar uh, news corporation resources to, to actually go after these politicians. I'll never forget the 60 Minutes news package of, I think it was Steve Croft asking Nancy Pelosi how her and her family got so lucky, you know, purchasing massive stocks and credit card companies just before uh, these, this, this huge financial announcement that, that, that reaped profits, huge profits for everybody who just had this, this just knowledge beforehand. And she's just stone-faced, frozen deer in the headlights. Uh, I mean, this, the, Nancy Pelosi it, uh, maybe has over $100 million by the time she leaves office or, or maybe dies in office at this point. Um, lead story at Breitbart.com right now, live, Friday morning. Democracy in danger. So, you know, Nancy Pelosi steps down. Stanley Hoyer steps down. I believe James Clyburn of... Uh, of of South Carolina stepped down and the new people coming in, one of them, uh, 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 Hakeem Jeffries, uh, meet election denier, Hakeem Jeffries, front runner for house Democrat leader. Uh, Pelosi's re replacement raged in 2016 election and called it illegitimate. He called Donald Trump a quote, fake president, end quote. So uh, the the new crew probably worse than the than the old crew, and I do mean old. Uh, the ages of the uh, top House Democrats today: eighty two, eighty three, and eighty two. Uh, the next crop of of Democrat Congress uh, leaders: fifty two, fifty nine, forty three. Uh, but boy, they're probably going to be as bad uh, as the old crew. Uh, Jeffries uh, denied Wendell Hasebo, who he's a rock star, reporting. Uh, Jeffries denied the outcomes of the 2016 election. In 2020, Jeffries tweeted that former President Donald Trump, quote, will never, end quote, be accepted, quote, as a legitimate president, end quote. So as uh, recent as less than two years ago, Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat uh, from New York, uh, was was still denying the 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 last presidential election. Uh, here is his tweet from November 2024, 2020. Keep pouting. History will never accept you as a legitimate president. Ah oh, man, that's good stuff. Wow. Washington Post. Here's a tweet. February 2018. The more we learn about 2016 election, the more illegitimate it becomes. Really. America deserves to know whether we have a fake president, fake in all caps, folks, in the Oval Office, hashtag Russian interference. Do we think Hakeem Jeffries believed that Vladimir Putin, who's been meddling in uh, elections around the country since at least 1992 with a less than subpar success rate, uh, do, we, do we think Vladimir Putin like successfully? So many federal agencies have investigated this. Russia didn't hack any vote machines. They didn't flip any votes. Hillary Clinton was a corrupt POS 
Most of the voters in the places that mattered knew it, particularly Wisconsin, where she didn't even visit for three months before Election Day. Pennsylvania and Michigan didn't want Hillary Clinton, just like the primary voters of 2008 didn't want Hillary Clinton. They picked a largely unknown uh, backbencher senator with very little experience, and I mean less than two years in the United States Senate, as their presidential uh, 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 pick for 2008. Like, no, nobody ever wanted Hillary Clinton. It, it's just not really mentioned in the debate and the conversation. And Donald Trump was interesting, and people were digging what he was saying. They were picking up what he was putting down. It's so weird. R- Russia, didn't, Russia didn't do anything. But that's Hakeem Jeffries, and he'll probably be the new House Democrat leader. So a uh, fine specimen of, specimen of a man there you got. Uh, I, I have to mention Big Gretch, the sadly, the, still the governor of Michigan. Boy, Michigan, just just uh, endlessly confounding that state. Uh, uh, thanks to CNN, the 2024 conversation has begun in earnest. Uh, and one of the rising starlets of CNN is already f- f- asking Gretchen Whitmer uh, about 2024. Uh, producer Zach. On another note, you've been asked a lot in almost basically every interview you've done recently about a 2024 run and running for president. You've said you're not interested in it. I guess my question is, if you're a supporter of yours and you're someone who who doesn't live in Michigan but is national and wants to see you run, what is the argument (laughs) for you not running for president? Wait, wait, Zach, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Literally. Hold, hold, hold. hold. What is the argument for you not running for president? This is, I believe her name is uh, Collins. I can't, Katie Collins. I think that's her first name. She's been at CNN for a while. I think she was at Daily Caller years ago and then... Some uh, she jumped there and went to some establishment media. I mean, the, the, <laughs> what is the argument, Gretchen Whitmer, for you not running for president? I mean, I, how could you not do it, Gretch? Let's continue. Well, eight days ago, got elected to a second four-year term. This is, um, you know, the, the state that I've always called home. I love the state of Michigan. I am so grateful to be the governor of the state of Michigan. I've got a big task ahead of me, and that's where I'm going to put 100% of my focus for now. Um, I do think that it, it's flattering that people continue to ask, but I got a big job that I was just hired to do for four more years, and that's where I'm going to stay focused. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Governor. For now, we heard for now in that answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you I know said everyone's going to parse it. I'm staying right where I'm at. Thank and, you. And I feel ganged up on because apparently you guys called each other for the, the pink, pink day. Memo. Yeah, I didn't get it. It's Thursday. That's okay. I'm Time to get on board, John. Wow, there it is. <laughs> there it is. What's the argument for you not running in 2024, CNN? I, I, we've been on the whole the establishment media. Uh, probably a lot of big Democrat money likes Gretchen Whitmer, um, and they've probably done a, a good bit of polling and, and testing on this in terms of her being a national f- figure. Like, I, 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 I'm confused. I, I don't get it. I mean, this woman is just about as a, uh, the biggest buffoon in terms of governing, and she's so arrogant. I mean, traveling during the pandemic 
from Michigan to Florida while shutting people's businesses down. People couldn't even go on boats, except for her husband, of course. I mean, just arrogant and corrupt and just just stupid, like a dumb, dangerous politician. She, Gretchen Whitmer is one of the five Democrat governors who sent COVID positive patients back into nursing home and long term living facilities. Like, like, like 80 or 91 percent of governors in the United States were like, you know what, that's not a that's not a good idea. I mean, it was five idiot Democrat governors who were like, let's, let's, let's just do that. Causing untold amounts of deaths. It's untold because, you know, Gretchen Whitmer, like Andrew Cuomo in New York City, tried to hide the actual death tolls as it re- relates to the the consequences of them sending COVID positive patients back into nursing homes and long term care facilities. So, so you know, it's, according to CNN, boy, it's just, it's just we can't think of an argument for Gretchen Whitmer not to run. Oh, these people are, are so weird. I, I, speaking of 2024, uh, as far as we know, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is not running for president uh, in 2024. And I haven't seen CNN or any other outlet saying, you know, Ron DeSantis, I mean, you had historic and I mean historic with the big H elections in Florida. What's the argument for you not running? I don't think a CNN talking boob We'll ask Ron DeSantis that, but uh, Ron DeSantis is being asked when he's going to, I guess, put on a a glove and take a swing at Donald Trump. Uh, It's so weird. Cut 15. The civil war brewing with the GOP with people having to choose between (laughs) you and Donald Trump. Now, look, I think we we just we just finished this election. Okay, people just need to chill out a little bit on some of this stuff. I mean, seriously, we just ran an election. We have this Georgia runoff coming, which is very important for Republicans to win that Georgia runoff. I mean, I know around the country, uh, Florida was kind of the, the biggest bright spot. It was not so bright in many other parts of the country. It was, a, it, was a, it was a substandard performance given the dynamics that are at play. So hopefully we'll be able to be able to do that. But I think what people like me, who've been given the opportunity to continue is, okay, uh, let's do something with that. And the reason why we won historic victory is at the end of the day, we led we delivered, and we had your back when you needed us. That, that is why we won big. This is civil war within the Republican Party. Like, like the, the, the congressmen and senators who won uh, election or re-election, I mean, particularly the, the congressmen who won election, I mean, they haven't even been sworn in yet. Like we're, I mean, I get the conversation about 2024 like happening in earnest, but it's already stupid hour. As to be expected, I guess. Um, I mean, like, uh, yeah, Republicans took super majorities in both chambers of the Florida legislature. Uh, every statewide office for the first time since Reconstruction, 150 years ago, Republicans won. Uh, Ron DeSantis, sixty percent, and it's never been done before. I mean, he's he's Ron DeSatan to the Democrats and the left, but you, you, six and ten voters are like, yeah, yeah, I really like the job this guy's doing. Oh man, they they want the civil war. The media does. The left wants it. 
because they have a president who's about to be 80 years old and I, I submit is as corrupt as he is buffoonish and senile. Um, and and uh, their bench is, I guess, hair gel from California, who, according to Joel Pollack, the California is now looking at a twenty five billion dollar deficit. Oh, man. Um, let's see other uh, news uh, yesterday. So so we'll so we'll, we'll <laughs> hopefully we get some some uh, some some a, a bit of the exposure on this, the actual civil war going on in the Democratic Party uh, conference, because I mean, the new the new blood, the AOC squad wing of the House, certainly. I mean, I guess they're on board with Hakeem Jeffries. Uh, dude's a radical. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. Joining the program today is Emma Jo Morris. Breitbart News politics editor, Emma Joe tells us about the potential impact of the GOP House probe into the Biden family corruption and what it could look like going forward for exposing the DOJ and FBI corruption. Good morning, Emma Joe. Hey, Jerome. How's it going? So far, so good. GOP opens probe into Biden family for potential tax evasion, money laundering, and human trafficking violations. I said earlier that I think if your expectation is that Joe Biden will be in an orange jumpsuit, it's probably a little bit too high. But how do you see this shaking up? Well, so, like, I think the congr- like you got to emphasize when when you're talking about an orange jumpsuit <laughs> that this is a congressional investigation. <laughs> so, you know, um, they don't have the power to like prosecute somebody that's the doj so the way that the january 6th committee has been getting people kind of like put in jail or or like menacing them that they might go to jail is the fact that the doj is on board with what they're doing clearly as you can see by like you know the case with steve bannon where contempt of congress all of a sudden is an offense that puts you in prison sure um so that's the doj doing that so in this case um, and, you know, I'm happy to be wrong, but I am thinking that the DOJ is not looking to, um, you know, actually follow through with any of the recommendations that Congress might make throughout these investigations. So so that would prevent anybody from being in an orange jumpsuit, be it Joe Biden or, uh, you know, Hunter Biden's secretary, Jackie Bao, who happens to be a Chinese national. So um, so that's kind of where we are in terms of that. I just want to temper expectations by the listeners. Um, you know, this isn't like, okay, you're going to jail now because the Republicans are in power. It's, it's more like a fact-finding exercise, I think, more than anything. Um, and, you know, I think the best case scenario that comes of this, obviously, is, is exposing, you know, through subpoena power, what we haven't been able to really get to at Breitbart and at the New York Post in terms of reporting on the laptop, you know, there's obviously the laptop is just one snapshot and there's definitely more to the story than what is portrayed on the laptop. But so hopefully it'll, it'll be that, but it'll also, you know, at the best case scenario really um, will be, 
you know, there will be some sort of resolution at the end of this. And whenever I'm talking to people hmm. who have anything to do with anything, that's kind of the thing that I stress personally. You know, we keep seeing this, whether it be the Clintons who kind of invented it, um, selling American foreign policy. And, mm-hmm. and, and you have this swamp, this disgusting swamp that has people doing it all over the place. And the Bidens are, are the, the, you know, kings of it, as we can see. I hope that what comes of this is some sort of way to prevent this going forward. You should not be able to rent American foreign policy to the highest bidder. And that should be, I think, the pressure on the Republicans to do is come to some sort of resolution, figure out where the laws need to be tweaked in order to prevent another hunter. Yeah. Congressman uh, James Comer, the uh, ranking official uh, in Congress said, quote, I want to be clear, this is an investigation of Joe Biden. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. You got conspiracy or defrauding the U.S., wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, tax evasion, money laundering, human trafficking. Uh, you any one of those violations, you or I or anyone under the sound of my voice, Emma Joe, commit those crimes, are investigated, charged, prosecuted. We're probably going to be sentenced uh, to a long time in jail. I mean, it's got to be good to be in politics, particularly at the highest level, because apparently you can get away with murder. Uh, not Not one of the things being investigated, but who knows what they'll find. I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, listen, it's it's kind of crazy, honestly, and it's very frustrating. I mean, I've been I've been following this, obviously, extremely closely. It's basically been a part of my life now for two years, whether I like it or not, <laughs> in certain moments. Um, and and yeah, I mean, it's, it's outrageous. It's obviously outrageous. But, you know, I was actually talking to um, a very a prosecutor that you, that you all would know, the listeners, um, mm-hmm. but it, it was not on the record per se, so I'm not going to talk about exactly who it was and what he was saying. But the gist of it was, you know, we were talking about all of these potential crimes, um, and and he was like, the thing is, because it's Hunter, like they've done, they're very good at this, and that's why we need new laws to be passed by Congress to make these things an explicit and proper crime for politicians and their children. So, you know, Hunter, so the thing that is political privilege of Hunter is that he's in the room with these people, like these massive um, energy companies in Asia and in Eastern Europe and and these massive um, mineral companies in Africa. You know, he has like these incredible connections that, you know, your typical guy who is a mediocre business person um, has a social life and a personal life that is, um, let's say, compromising to say the least and is addicted to drugs that don't tend to lend themselves to being functional, don't have, right? So hmm. so that's the part that really becomes, um, you know, uh, something that Hunter would have that the plebes don't get. But it, when it comes to like the crimes of it it's kind of not that cut and dry to you and me we're like okay this guy's obviously selling influence that's obviously illegal he is a conduit for hunter biden uh, sorry for joe biden but um but in order to prove that in court that he's a conduit of joe biden is not that easy 
this whole scheme that the Biden family has is not stupid. It's actually very clever because so I was talking to this prosecutor and I'm like, well, you know, he's Hunter Biden is clearly, you know, the son of Joe Biden. He goes to, let's say, the CCP and all these CCP linked energy companies. And he says, hey, I have connections inside the U.S. government at the top level. Let's do business. The CCP says, great. Yes, absolutely. Use your connections to make this business happen. Seems pretty cut and dry. This is corruption, right? And then Joe, Bi- Joe Biden gets 10% or Hunter holds 10%. Keep in mind, Hunter holds 10% for the big guy, right? Yeah. Um, and, and the prosecutor was saying, you know, it's not illegal for a U.S. citizen to do business with somebody linked to the CCP. There's tons of U.S. citizens who do that in all kinds of industries. Um, and I said, you know, well, he's clearly a conduit for Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden. This is corruption, right? He's like, if I'm a de- the defense lawyer, I'm going to say back to you, it's Hunter Biden. You know, yeah. so it's like the way that they've set it up is so that it's not technically, probably, maybe illegal. Or if it is, the point, the threshold is beyond a reasonable doubt. So if their defense attorney can put a reasonable doubt, which there is room for reasonable doubt, of course. I mean, you have to be an idiot to not get what's going on. But there is a reasonable doubt technically, and, and it allows them to get off. It's, it's all very frustrating, but it's very clever. Emma Jo Morris joining the program. She, of course, broke all of the Hunter Biden laptop from hell stories at the New York Post. So supervillain David Brock has apparently launched a nonprofit group called Facts First USA to help the White House defend Joe Biden, including a $5 million a year SWAT team to counter Republican investigations, according to the New York Times. David Brock, that's a name we haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming this is just a PR thing. <laughs> it's a PR SWAT team. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a little scary. Their only, scary. their only thing is is that it's a conspiracy theory. That's their whole shtick. And I haven't seen any, um, I haven't seen any departure from that line. You know, even the White House said yesterday, first time responding to any of this, called it conspiracy theory. And, and, (laughs) you know, that's, I guess, something to say, but that... David Brock's about to get... He's about to get a seven or ten figure slush fund, it sounds like, to me. Well, that's it. Like, that's what this sounds like is... And and didn't David Brock just run into some problems with work? If I I recall correctly from two days ago. (laughs) Spent 20 years. uh, It's it's a three is a three headed monster, right? Yeah. American Bridge and Center for was it Center is Center for American Progress. Uh, And yeah, it's Clinton Clinton scumbag uh, pops head up again to defend Biden crime family. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's like they got media. I'm sorry, media matters for America. That's it. Yeah, media yeah. matters. And so, like America. you know, that's the thing that I think will really. This is probably you know what we're getting to now is probably the biggest outcome of this whole Hunter Biden thing. If the Republicans can really get their act together and do it right, which is, um, and I don't necessarily like, you know, whatever. I have no opinion about this, but. I think that the biggest thing that Republicans are going to be able to accomplish in this in this saga will be political. You know, if they're able to really get um, 
the narrative right and to make the American people in the mainstream, you know, the people who aren't listening to Breitbart News Daily, but like, you know, the average person who doesn't necessarily keep up with politics day to day and doesn't necessarily really get what happened with the laptop from hell. It's a mm-hmm. thing that the New York Post reported, Twitter, something about that. You know, those people, if, if the Republicans can get through to those people and really tell the story of what this is, which is, you know, a very elaborate scheme that involves the country's, in some cases, worst enemies um, to profit off of American foreign policy by the Biden family. Um, and, and that Hunter Biden and James Biden are merely conduits in this, but they are conduits for Joe Biden. Um, and, and I think that that will be the biggest deal um, from, from resulting from this is the narrative. The narrative matters, that people understand yeah. what the laptop showed and what they were up to. You know, this is never this has never been about Hunter. And that's yeah. going to be the really important thing. And I was actually very hopeful about Comer yesterday saying this is about Joe Biden. This is never about Hunter Biden. <laughs> Hunter Biden is just the bag man. Yeah. Yeah. We're in uncharted waters here. I mean, this is absolutely historic. Almost 20 years ago, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden get on Air Force Two, go to China, and then two weeks later, Hunter Biden secures a $1.5 billion deal, business deal with the Bank of China, which is essentially the government of China. Joe Biden's president of the United States right now. I don't think you get more compromise than that. So, yeah, it's it's about hauling in front of cameras all of the FBI agents who have seen the graft, who have seen the corruption, who have seen the deals that either come way too close to the line of criminality or cross it and have been shut down from investigating it and really getting to the bottom of it. You know, it's right. Well, that's that's really like the second kind of like dimension of this is like you have the Biden crime family and you have their shenanigans, um, which are repulsive, and that story needs to be told. And then the thing that I think will really be the work for Republicans, um, because we really do have a lot of information about what the Bidens were up to, but what we don't have a lot of information about is how the um, establishment, how the security state um, really intervened at every single step, at every single turn, to make sure that this didn't get any legs. Um, you know, you have obviously, notoriously, the 51 intelligence officials who came out during the election when the New York Post um, first published the laptop from Health Series to say it's Russian disinformation. Then you find out that the FBI had been handicapping and intercepting documents in the Hunter Biden investigation inside the DOJ yeah. um, and really doing their best to make sure that that um, investigation either couldn't proceed and slash or died. Um, you know, you have you have members of the intelligence community going to social media companies in advance of the Hunter Biden laptop reporting dropping, saying, hey, you know, look out for Russian disinformation that's going to come, um, you know, from Hunter, probably, and uh, or have to do with Hunter, probably. And you're going to need to censor that. You know, you have you have many and, and all walks of members of the deep state, of the security state, of the quote unquote intelligence community, these spies. They're crawling around all walks of life um, who need to be had like, have the screws turned on them. Um, and that's going to be a big deal for Republicans. That's going to be the thing. And that should really produce legislation. How do you prevent spies going forward from hmm. meddling in domestic affairs? 
It's amazing stuff. Mark Zuckerberg just just appears on a podcast and says, oh, yeah, you know, DOJ, FBI came to us and was like, there's probably going to be a laptop and, you know, it's going to get a lot of media attention. Don't say whether or not the information on the laptop could actually implicate the son of the maybe president of the United States, but it's like, it's clown world stuff. Um, Emma Joe, Nancy Pelosi has made millions of dollars being close proximity to insider information and has traded on that information. It's been documented. Uh, The timing is just way too perfect. So she's not going to be House Speaker anymore, but she's going to remain in Congress. She's 80 years old. Um, I, I can't. The only the only reason that I I mean, she won re-election. It's like she's going to die in office and just maybe make another 50 million dollars between her and Paul. Well, uh, see, this is the thing, Jerome, that I find really confusing about this story. And I would love an answer. You know, it's like it's all over now. Like, come come and answer, you know, the observer's most burning question and my burning question is like you're 80 you've made like hundreds of millions of dollars insider trading um you know working hard getting tied up in washington all the time while your husband is in san francisco and apparently throwing the best parties circumstances in san francisco by the way um and and like don't you want to go to like i don't know like like Santorini or, or, you know, don't you want to enjoy that insider trading that you've done all these years? It's like, you, want to go you really to Greece? need that extra couple mil um, yeah. sitting on the back bench in Congress? There's something else going on. I, I mean, honestly, at the, like we know that these people sometimes come into Congress poor, like in m- massive amounts of debt, and then they become multimillionaires after a few elections. I, I, there's something going on. Like either she has a pretty good feeling about the congressional map in 2024. She thinks she'll be House Speaker again. I guess maybe. I mean, or it's just a but cushy like, what, she's job. She's gonna stick it out until 2024 and then be like have a term as Speaker. Like she's, that feels like a lot. Like it'll be history. Lady. History. It'll be extra historic. It'll be mega historic. <laughs> uh, I mean. I don't know. If I were her, I would be buying a yacht. I'd be saying, "Hey Paul, you know, I've been I've been breaking my back for years. I've been pulling myself up by the bootstraps. It's time to relax." Uh, it's just it, it's 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 something else. So we got Hakeem Jeffries coming in. Um I I've forgotten just how insane this guy is. Donald Trump's a fake president. 2016 was illegitimate election. I'm the, the projection that Democrats are able to do, and in this case, call conservatives and people on the right election deniers. When the Democrats were the original election deniers, I think, I think a, a Democrat has introduced articles of impeachment against every Republican president since Nixon. <laughs> like this, this guy is. Uh, it, Jeffries is like one of those New York Democrats who just safe of safest of all safe districts. So he can just do and say whatever the hell he wants. And he'll like he'll never pay political consequences for it. Like he he's, he's well, I actually uh, disagree with that. Um, okay. And I'll tell you why. Um, I don't I definitely don't think that Hakeem Jeffries will necessarily lose his seat for anything he says or anything like that. He's obviously in a very safe district. But I don't think that. 
everything he says and does, especially now, is um, immune from from scrutiny of, of his people. Um, and I'll explain. So, so Hakeem Jeffries is obviously packaged and marketed as a progressive Democrat, right? And he's mm-hmm. supposed to represent, like, the next generation of the people who uh, are, like, the Bernie people as opposed to, like, the Pelosi and Clinton people. And um, the problem for him is that he doesn't represent those people. Like, those people don't care about um, election denialism and, and rhetoric and nonsense. Um, there's a very solid and hardcore base in the Democratic Party, their grassroots base, um, who you saw come out for Bernie Sanders, who want things, like they want real things. Like they're not just, um, you know, activists and um, trans advocates. <laughs> they want socialized health care. Yeah. And um, this guy is supposed to be their hero, or he's marketing himself as their hero, and if he's going to wade into those waters, they're going to expect, especially in a position of such power, they're going to expect that he delivers on actual policies that they want. Hmm. You know, um, I think that progressives um, often get this rap for being crazy activists and um, emotionally unhinged, which they can be. Um, but there's also a large cohort of them, a very large cohort of them that isn't stupid, that isn't unhinged. Um, that can be misguided, especially in my opinion, um, but, um, but who are actually pretty politically aware, um, pretty politically informed, and have very um, staunch demands that they're asking for. Socialized medicine is one. Socialized education is another. They don't think that it's fair that they pay like hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to college when they pay taxes at the rates that they do. Don't necessarily blame them for that. You know, again, don't disagree, but don't blame them. These are are sensible and understandable policy demands. And Hakeem Jeffries, if he wants to be a progressive hero, he's going to have to get with that program and figure out a way to deliver or lose all credibility. You're seeing that with AOC. AOC was another one. Big progressive hero. She's going to be, you know, the populist left-wing queen. And it took about six months, and she's um, a total normie and has lost all respect. Yeah, um, she's stuck. a clown, yeah. and she's seen as a clown. And Hakeem Jeffries is heading toward the same fate if he's in that position of power and can't muster any effort to get these policy wins. I gotta run, Emma Joe. I do appreciate you joining the program. Thank you so much for having me, and have a good one. This is the Breitbart News Daily Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm in love.